Today, we're going to be talking about an extraordinarily powerful law of the universe that can help you create success in all areas of your life. Yes, it's that powerful when you can follow this law, you can create success in pretty much any area of your life that you want. So stay tuned. Hello, visionaries. Welcome to Create Your Vibrant Life podcast, where you can create the life you desire by tapping into your inner wisdom. I'm your host, Padma Ali. I'm widely known in the field of psychology to create long-lasting transformation. And now, I'm here to help you create the life you desire using a combination of neuropsychology and ancient healing practices. This podcast is for you, evolved, overachieving leader who's ready to unlock your highest potential. I'm here to guide you through a process of self-discovery to be the creator of your destiny. And you can do all of that by just taking aligned actions, tapping into the power of your brain, your inner wisdom and ancient practices. So stay tuned, folks. I am so delighted you are here. Welcome to episode number 64 of the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. This is your host, Padma Ali. Welcome, friends. I know we've had a lot of guest episodes and I love doing guest episodes, but I also miss just talking to you guys. And today's episode is one of my favorite topics. And this one law that we're going to be talking about, the universal law, is was life-changing for me in many ways, and we'll, I'm going to share a little bit about that. And I know this is going to be life-changing for you as well. So I invite you to really stay fully present with this. What we're going to be talking about is the law of reciprocity. It's one of the most powerful laws that's out there. Because think about it, when someone does something nice to you or nice for you, there is almost a deep urge, like a psychological urge and a desire to do something back in return. And I'm going to tie it all together about how this can create success in your life. But for right now, I invite you to just stay tuned with what I'm sharing because this is extraordinarily powerful, not only with what you do for others, but how you apply this law for your own self. And we're going to be talking about that. And I bet you've never heard it this way. What gave me the idea for this episode is one morning I dropped my daughter off at school and I came back. It was trash and recycle day in my neighborhood. Our trash bins were out. Our recycle bins were out. And this guy was riding his motor, his um, bicycle, not motorcycle, bicycle. And he was going through all the recycle bins. And, you know, I pulled into my driveway. I saw him. I, I said, hi. And he started looking through my recycle bin. And he just, you know, he was he was very friendly. He had a very nice energy to him. This is how I read people with their energy. And I just went in and I just felt a desire to give him something. So I gave him a good amount of cash. I mean, not like a whole lot, but like a 
you know, good amount for someone who's living on the street. And he just looked at me with these, with such, he looked at me with so much gratitude. And the first thing he said was, hey, do you have um, a, do you have grass or something in your backyard? I would love to mow your lawn. See, automatically, this person was practicing the law of reciprocity. He wanted to do something back for me. And it really struck something in within me, which is what which is what um, gave me the idea for this episode. In ancient Incan, there's a word called Aini, A-Y-N-I. You can go look it up. I heard this for this phrase, this word for the first time from my mentor, Jim. And it is it basically means the law of reciprocity, but it goes beyond that. The law of reciprocity is very powerful. And when you can apply this to area to all aspects of your life, you will see your life grow so much richer. And it's unbelievable. So when when he offered to do something back, I was it was just such a beautiful exchange of energy between us. I obviously didn't want him to do any of that. And I don't we don't have grass in my backyard. So I wasn't going to ask him to do anything anyways. But it was just more a gesture of giving. So in and and I've heard this, this, this concept, even though I knew was a new term for me, the law of reciprocity wasn't. I don't know if you've read this book, Give and Take. It is written by Adam Grant. And basically, in this book, the gist of the book is he divides up people into three groups, takers, givers, and matchers. He's a very well known, if you don't know who Adam Grant is, go look him up. He's a psychologist. He's um, one of the top rated professors in Wharton. And he's done a lot of research on this topic. So what he explains is that takers... The takers try to take as much as possible from others. Matchers kind of match evenly. They kind of trade evenly. And givers, he says, are the rare breed of people who contribute to others without expecting anything in return. And when you apply this to a work situation, a work environment, you can see how if you have givers, your work productivity is going to increase tremendously. But unfortunately, or fortunately, or how without any adding any judgment, this world is made up mostly of takers or matchers at the most. There are very few givers. That's why he says it's a rare breed. See, takers generally are focused pretty much on themselves. And again, like there's no judgment because people are who they are, right? And we learn from our experiences. If experiences in life have taught you that you have to only take care of yourself, otherwise you're going to be left behind, that's what you're going to do. And everybody's learning. Everybody's learning at their own pace. So this is not meant as a judgment, but this is meant more as how you can apply this to your own life in order to create expansion, not only for yourself, but for others. So in in for takers and these are these are specific words written by Adam Grant so he says takers have a distinctive signature they like to get more than they give they tilt reciprocity in their own favor putting their own interests in st- ahead of others needs now we've all had takers in our lives and 
many of us have probably been takers at some point as well. That's just human survival, right? I know I have, I can openly admit, and I'll tell you areas in my life where I have been a taker and I have to consciously work on that. Now, givers, so let's talk about matchers now. So matchers, what they do is they're more fairness-based. They give, but there's like they, they, they give, if someone does something for them, they'll match that. Right? They'll just try to do something to match that. Like um, that, that person on the street, right? Like that guy, could you could say is a matcher. He's like saying, oh, you did something for me. I want to do something back for you. Now, givers, on the other hand, they give without expectation. And especially in the workplace, they are very rare to find because what they do is they tilt reciprocity in the other direction, preferring more to give than they get. So... Givers are generally paying more attention to other people. Now, I want you to take all these concepts in just just take note of it. And we're going to apply it into your own life. And I'm also going to add a specific thing about how you can use this for your own personal life first, for you as a person, before you even think about other people, which I'm going to cover in a few minutes. But my question to you is, are you a giver, a matcher, or a taker? Now, no shame, no judgment, because this is really vital that you start to just process this. Because in my relationships, I've generally tend to be a giver. But here's the the truth I had to swallow when I really did a very honest inventory of my life. So I am more of a taker or maybe a matcher when it comes to my relationship with my spouse, with my husband who we've been together for like 22 some years, I lost count at this point, but I'm more of a matcher or probably more of a taker in that relationship. And it was a hard pill to swallow. Not that he has ever said anything to me. This was more my own conclusion. And if I, if I ask him, he'll probably deny it. He'll say, no, that's not true. You are, that's not how he sees me. But this is, this is a self-assessment, right? Because I know I know what I do. And similarly, you know what you have, what you do. And again, this is not like, oh, if I'm a taker, there's something bad. It's more, how can you apply this? Because this is a formula for success. So look at it. Are you a giver, taker, or a matcher? And when it comes to relationships, so in the past, when I've looked at relationships from my past, right, like from from when I was a kid and in my teen years and my young, young 20s and you know, young adult years, when I look at that, most people would tell me, oh, my God, like you're such a giver. You give so much. Now, when I look back, here's the caveat, right? I did give. I gave a lot. I gave a lot to the point of exhaustion. I gave, I gave, I gave to the point of not receiving anything back, but I would keep giving. Why? Unconsciously, I was looking to receive love or be liked. Now, that is not giving <laughs> because when you give, you give without expectations. What I did with that, with that person on the street is a giving without expectations. I wouldn't have cared if he said thank you. I wouldn't have cared if he didn't do anything. This was something I wanted to do, so I did it. So it's really important to look at this. Are you giving to receive acknowledgement? Are you giving because you would like to be liked? 
Or is it going to make people say, oh my God, like she's so amazing. She's so amazing. Because guess what, right? If the world is mostly made up of takers or matchers, they're going to love givers. And I say this often to my clients too. If you are the person who's doing laundry in your house every single time, and you fold all the clothes and you put things away, do you think anybody else in your family is going to do anything? The answer is no, because it's done. Somebody is doing it. So in general, if there are givers, most likely there'll be takers because they're like, oh, she gives, like, let me take. So apply this to your own workplace, apply this everywhere. Now, I'm not by any chance also implying you need to be a giver all the time. But giving really makes it, it will change your life. But here is is where I am. I'm going to bring it back to you first. When you give without receiving, like how I did, right, how I used to do, because I would just give and give and give, and I would be very uncomfortable receiving. Or for instance, if someone would say, oh, let me buy you coffee, let me take you out to lunch, I would feel the desire to do something right back immediately. It almost was like uncomfortable receiving. Now, when we do that, we are actually breaking the law of reciprocity. We're breaking the law of aining because it is tilting the balance. You have to be open to receiving. You, you don't go in with the expectation of receiving, but you, st- you, you go in being open to receiving. You know, I work with a shaman and he says, you can't give what you don't have. And that's exactly it. If you keep giving and giving and giving and giving, and there's nothing that's filling up your cup back, what happens? You have nothing more to give. So when you give with an open heart and you truly just give without any expectations, that is when the magic happens. Otherwise, you're actually out of integrity with the law. And this is really important. If you, I'm inviting you to let this sink in because the first place where you apply this is you, to yourself. Are you giving because you want to give? Or are you giving because in the hopes that it may be reciprocated? Are you giving because you want to be liked? Are you giving because you want to be loved? Because that's what it was with my relationship with my husband for the longest time. I would give because I, in some ways, wanted something back. Maybe it is recognition. Maybe it's like him saying, oh, my God, thank you so much for doing this. Whatever it was, I don't remember exactly. But it was part of that process was like, wow, uh, bringing awareness to why was I giving? And if you give without being open to receiving or you're giving because you want to get something back, you're really not treating yourself well, and therefore it's violating the law. So does this make sense? Does this, does this resonate with you? And I'm going to apply it. We're going to tie it all back together of how it can create success in your life, okay? Especially in your work life, because I know a lot of you listeners are here to create expansion for your own life, and you want to, to contribute really well to to life and society and your workplace and all of that. So I'm going to talk, I'm going to tie it all back together. But for right now, I'm really inviting you to let this sink in. I wonder if you noticed that the law of reciprocity, it says the law of reciprocity, which means there's an exchange, there's an exchange of energy. And so if you're not receiving something back, then 
you are literally creating a kink in that in that in that in that place. See, for instance, like with my work. So let's take your work, you know, bring me back in a second, because you're here for you, not for me. So in your work, you are providing value to your company or whatever you do, and you're receiving something back. And mostly it is money in exchange for your services, right? That is how the law of reciprocity works. And so when you give, and when you give with an open heart, and you really, really give, truly give, it is often compensated in ways that you may not even be aware of. It'll keep coming back to you. But it also is important that you don't just give and give and give at the expense of yourself. See, when I first started my work, you know, many, many decades ago, I would be very reluctant to charge what I charge now. And it was because I wanted, I love what I do. And I wanted to help a lot of people. And I always felt like, oh, if I charge this money, then I'm going to rule out other people I can help. I want to really reach a lot of people. But what would happen is if I'm not taking care of myself in the process. And my work at this point, the work that I do, it requires a lot of energy from my side, which is why I now work with very few people in my one-on-one work. And I charge pretty high because this work is so sacred and it, and it requires a lot of energy of energy from my side, and I only have so much energy to give. So I know my limits. And so I take on very few people. Now, there was once a client of mine who didn't pay and didn't didn't pay a bunch of um, he paid for some time and then he stopped paying. And it was my responsibility. No one is to blame, right? Like it's my responsibility to be on top of it. And I made I made excuses. This was a many, many years ago. And I made excuses and I made excuses and I let it go. And then we stopped working together. And the bottom line is, when someone doesn't do that exchange, right, it doesn't hurt me. It doesn't hurt me at all because I know that the law of reciprocity will bring it back to me. Maybe not from this person, but from someone else. It comes, always comes back. And I know when I work with my clients, I give a lot. I give tons of value and I give, you can ask any of my clients, I give a lot. And I know it'll always be compensated for. But the law, it's a law, right? It's a law of the universe. And so it doesn't hurt me, but the law will, but the universe will find its way of balancing that out. And so even though I have no idea what's happened to that client, that was what our agreement was. And if he has violated it, the universe is going to take care of it. And why am I sharing all this with you? This is for you to be aware of, have you been taking without giving? And if you are, be very open with your own self, be very honest with your own self, take an inventory of your life. How are you doing this? Because it's not going to hurt the other person, it's going to hurt you. It's really and that is where you want to pay attention to that. So now I'm very, very, very consciously aware of when I'm giving. Am I do I have any? Do I have any? Do I? agenda. Oh my God, I can't even speak. Do I have any agenda for, for, do I have any agenda? Oh my God, I'm losing my train of thought. Do I have an agenda for giving or am I giving because I want to give? And am I giving with my cup empty? Is my bucket empty? Because if my bucket is empty, guess what people? It is going to 
kink that law. And so it's vital because when you do that, right, like then the energy exchange stops. Am I going to be available for the other clients? Am I going to be available for my family? Absolutely not, right? So you always want to first be aware of what is the energy behind you giving if you're a giver. And are you getting your cup filled? See, the way my cup gets filled, especially when I work with my clients, obviously one aspect is monetary. And the other aspect is because I see expansion. I see that they are growing and creating massive changes in their life and, and the ripple effect of that. I've watched that, I noticed that, and it's allowing me to do my dharma, my purpose in this lifetime. So all of this is how this exchange of energy happens. So I feel very, very complete and fulfilled. The times when I have given to the point of exhaustion is where I have to really take a step back and see, is this working for me or is this not? So I am really going to invite you to sit with this. Because your first responsibility is to yourself. I know in some ways it might seem like I'm contradicting myself when I'm saying give, 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 right? You be a giver more than a taker or a matcher. But you have to also, you have a responsibility to your own well-being. So this is where discerning, are you drawing boundaries? Are you asking for what your what your true value is if you're working at a company? Are you valuing yourself? Because these are the places where it starts. So now let's apply it to work relationships and see how it can how it can really create success in your life. So at work, say you are more of a matcher. Just think about it. Think about has, has there been a time in your life where you're like someone does something, you do something back and then that's it. But think about a time in your life where you've gone Someone has gone above and beyond for you. Do you remember that person? I bet you do, right? And that is what, that's the impression you're going to leave. When you can go above and beyond because you value yourself and you value what you're providing, it is absolutely going to be rewarded in some point, in some way or the other. Now, you have to also value yourself enough to, to, to show that. Right. But if because if you're doing it because I have to prove something or I'm going, I'm good and I'm so amazing. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. It's going to backfire. So, you know, obviously, you're the only person who knows how you work and what you what, what your true value is. Apply this. Apply this in your work. See how it makes a difference. Go above and beyond. And value yourself more than anything, value who you are and notice how big a difference that makes. Now, in your relationship with your spouse, with your kids, notice, are you a giver, taker or a matcher? And most women that I know tend to be more givers because they feel like it's their role, it's their job and it's what they're supposed to do. And notice that. Is your cup fulfilled? Are you feeling annoyed and frustrated? If you're feeling overworked and overwhelmed, then you know that you're, you're the, t- the, the balance has been tilted. So where in your life do you need to take an inventory of to see what is in, ba- in, in imbalance? Where is this law of reciprocity towards your own self 
in imbalance. And it, it's very it's、um, eye-opening when you can look at it from that place. And similarly with your relationships with your spouse or with your children, notice, notice. Are you exhausted at the end of the day? Do you have enough energy for yourself? Do you have enough energy for your partner? Do you have energy for your kids at the end of the day? Or if you are over exhausted, that means again it's an imbalance. So what needs to happen to create more of that balance? And again, this may sound like a contradiction. It isn't. You have to be able to look at yourself first. If you are not taking care of yourself and taking care of your needs and advocating for it, then you will have nothing more to give. Nothing. So sometimes it might feel like you're being <laughs> you're you're being selfish in quote quote quotes in air quotes. But are you or are you taking Are you applying this law to yourself? I'm just inviting you to ponder upon that. So, the biggest takeaway for you with the law of reciprocity, Aini, is apply to yourself first. Are you taking care of you? Are you in a state of well-being and at peace? Because that's the highest state to live from. And then look at the rest of your life. Where in your life can you give more? Where can you go above and beyond without expectation? If you're expecting love back in return, which is often what most people tell me, unconsciously they're doing, then it's not really reciprocal, is it? So I invite you to ponder upon that, and please. Tag me on social media on Instagram specifically. That's where you'll find me hanging out. Share with me your takeaways from listening to this episode. I would love to hear. All right, my visionaries. I will see you in the next episode. Next episode, I have really something super fun, super、um, amazing to share with you, and、um, we will take it from there. Thank you so much for listening. I have a request for you. If you found value, chances are that your friends and family will too. So if you can leave a positive review on iTunes, it will help reach so many more people. And if you have any topics or questions you would like me to feature, please send them to support at padmaali.com. And lastly, please share your takeaways and breakthroughs with me on Instagram at padmaali. Thank you so much for tuning in. 